previously on the twist cast last time on the twist cast we talked about heroes in crisis and the batman who laughs both comics and both pretty fantastic uh batman who laughs i think took the cake between the two though oh agreed like big time yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> if I remember. I don't know. It's been a while. <laughs> I mean, just so you know, it's Friday. <laughs> I don't, don't want you to forget what is day it? it is. <laughs> it is! I legit, so I ordered something on Amazon like yesterday, and it was supposed to be two-day shipping. And it said delivery was going to be on Wednesday. I looked at my phone and I'm like, did I fall into a coma for a few days or <laughs> what? <laughs> so I'm confused. Hooray! Well, let us bring you up to speed then. Uh, and if you haven't listened to our previous podcast, uh, please catch yourself up. It is available on SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, which we're now switching over to the new system that they have. So, oh, yeah, yeah um, we'll give you guys instructions on what to do just, for that. Just use Google; it's so much easier. <laughs> yeah, just look us up on Google. Yes. <laughs> yep. Anyway, all right. So, everybody, thank you for tuning in tonight. My name is Sam. I'm Mike, and I'm finally not sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finally not sick. I'm dead. And uh, tonight we have Sorry. a. And today we have a guest, uh, John. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm John. <laughs> uh, uh, I was uh, lucky enough to watch Joker with with Mike and Jesse here a couple a uh, week ago, so uh, you know I have some opinions about it that I think you guys would like. Yep. So, uh, like John said, we all have seen Joker. Yes. Uh, John is actually from a podcast. Oh, uh, you want to just go ahead and hit that real yeah, quick? Yeah, give yourself a yeah. quick plug. Sure, it's called What We Know Now. Uh, the idea behind the podcast is we watch TV series or movies, whatever it is, that are now completed, and we go back and rewatch to see if the ending of the show or movie or whatever affects how you rewatch the show. Uh, right now we're doing Game of Thrones. We're doing one episode at a time, so we'll be done Game of Thrones in probably about three years. Uh, we are in the middle of... Uh, season two yes. right now. Yes. And we had Mike as a guest yes. a couple weeks ago, which was great to have. Yes. It was fun. Sounds awesome. Yes. Uh, also, uh, Apple Podcasts. Google uh, Play, which is where I listen to you. Google Play. All, anywhere you can find it, except SoundCloud. I don't think we're on SoundCloud. Okay. But I'm not denigrating you for being on SoundCloud. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, we just, sure uh, shit sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you elitist motherfucker. Once you guys get up to like the regular... <laughs> Like non SoundCloud needing podcast platform. Anyway, all right, cool. So that is John for you, and be sure to check out their podcast. And let's get started with the night. Uh, Mike, do you want to get started with the news? I certainly will. Let's do it. Uh, All right. So first story is kind of a downer. Uh, As always, start with comic book news. Uh, Tom Lyle is in a medically induced coma following an aneurysm. He's known for drawing uh, three Robin limited series. Um, as long as co-creating Stephanie Brown slash spoiler, uh, and also designed Scarlet Spider's uh, costume, the hoodie and the tights. Right. Um, hmm. So, so yeah. So hopefully he, uh, you know, he recovers and uh, is, is well afterwards. Um, writer James Tinian the fourth and artist Tony Daniel, uh, Danny Mickey and Tommy Mori will take over as the Batman creative team after uh, Tom King departs the book. Um, should be kind of a cool kind of thing. Uh, it looks like we get another DC Black Label title uh, with Harley Quinn, um, and okay. it'll sprinkle in some Birds of Prey. I really do love that stuff. It's it's just so dark overall. <laughs> I just I love it. Um, Star Wars will relaunch with a new Marvel ongoing, and I wouldn't really talk a whole lot about Star Wars, but it's a Marvel branded comic, so there you go. Uh, DC is adding an official timeline 
which details um, like the official continuity, which they haven't had for like at all. Right? Before. Is this because yeah. they're like so fucked up with Doomsday Clock? Or? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, this is just in general. They they felt that they needed to. Um, so there are four eras: um, the dawn of the heroic age, uh, which starts with Wonder Woman's arrival from Themyscira, which actually paints her as the first okay. hero overall. Uh, the Space Age, which marks the arrival of Superman. Um, the Age of Crisis, which runs from Crisis on Infinite Earths, Earths, Earths. through Earths. <laughs> Zach Earths. Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, <laughs> Crisis on Infinite Earths through Flashpoint. And then finally the Flashpoint era, which runs from post-Flashpoint uh, and New 52 through current, current day. So I'm happy they finally decided to officially line that up. Because I know Marvel does that all the time. They, like, they pride themselves on continuity, which is why... Reading Marvel's actually a little bit easier, mm-hmm. but you know, D- now that now that DC has this like done, it, it's it makes it easier for somebody to go, okay, this is my jumping in point. See, the thing though about comics, it's it's never going to be as straightforward as it needs to be. No, like you say, Marvel never. has its continuity down, but when I go to read Spider Man, it's like. Do I want to read Spectaculars, Peter Parker, Amazing Spider-Man, yeah, uh, 2016 to 2018, or do I want to read The Amazing Peter Parker, Spectacular? <laughs> um, they all have their own continuities and their own timelines and histories. And- like what? Just just pick one. <laughs> it, generally does make, it generally does make sense, but there, 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 was, there was a point where there were four concurrent Spider-Man books, and they all ran alongside each other, and it was like, okay... I mean, uh, luckily I'm able to hold on to all this, but Jesus Christ. Yeah. Why? It's so much. And then if you want to get into like just the mainline series, there's like 700 issues at that point. You're like, what the hell do I do with this? (laughs) I mean, there there are reboots and stuff. So there there are easy jumping on points, which we'll get into another time because I have issues with that. Um, (laughs) See how I did their issues? Issues. Uh, Todd McFarlane has a documentary coming to sci-fi. I'll really bring that up because he's written and drawn so much stuff. So I'm kind of curious to see where that where that goes, and he's been kind of outspoken against like the big two. Is it going to be mediocre like everything else? That he does? <laughs> oh, zing! Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, writer Donnie Cates and artist Nick Klein will launch a new Thor ongoing series in 2020 after Jason Aaron wraps his his uh, incredibly epic run. Um, so there's a couple of secret projects here. Cliff Chang, secret, secret. Is working on oh, there's a weird story there. I'll tell you guys later. Uh, <laughs> I was Why working, would you say that? Because uh, uh, I don't uh, look. People can, people that listen to this don't need to know about my personal life that much. Uh, uh, okay. Why are you revealing secrets? Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, a secret DC Black Label title, of course. Um, absolutely curious about what that is. Chris Claremont, who's known for writing X Men, like his X Men runs are huge, um, is working on a secret Marvel project for 2020. Secret. Secret. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy will relaunch in 2020. Uh, Arno Stark, Tony Stark's brother, will take over as Iron Man in the Iron Man 2020 event. Um, Alex Ross will be making an, a sequel to Marvel's called Marvel's X. If you've never like looked oh, at, yeah. at his art, man, it's so like hyper realistic and detailed. Like it's it's beautiful. Yep, absolutely beautiful. Um, Marvel's The End returns for Captain America, Doctor Strange, Miles Morales, Venom, Captain Marvel, and Deadpool in a series of one shots. Sounds really cool. Yeah, those are always those are always fun. It tends it tells the the end of the story, so it's like generally how the character dies or you know the end the end of their superhero life. Yeah, uh, not necessarily dead. Dead. 
Batman Last Night on Earth number three uh, has been pushed back five weeks with a new December 18th release date. Um, it was originally scheduled for November 13th, but it was pushed back to uh, allow the artist Greg Capullo to work on Spawn number 300. Um, so, yeah, he's not exclusive, so mm. make, make that money, honey. Uh, <laughs> Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man 13 and 14 both got pushed back, and uh, the Deadpool relaunch, Deadpool number one, was pushed back one week. Uh, moving to Worlds of DC. Worlds. Thank you. Secrets. Uh, oh, is that not? Oh, no, sorry. no. no. Right, sorry. Wrong Damn one. <laughs> Wrong one. Uh, Jeffrey Wright, yeah, who you may know from Boardwalk Empire and Westworld, mm-hmm. is in talks to join the Batman as Commissioner Gordon. Okay. Uh, I think Interesting, kind of yeah. Cool choice. Cool. I think I've seen some like, mock-ups. Like yeah, some, some fan art, yeah, of course, of him as uh, Gordon. As soon as soon as like there's any whisper of somebody taking on a role, they're like, "I need to draw it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, who else oh. in Boardwalk Empire? I don't know because I never watched Boardwalk. Oh, it, okay. it was just one of the biggest things I saw on his. He was the tram car driver. The tram car. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a simple. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it, so uh, perfect. I haven't either. Uh, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, I can't tell if he's being serious or not. I don't remember a tram car driver. Watch a tram car, please. Just just roll with it. Uh, Joker uh, sets a domestic October Thursday night record and tops the international markets when it it released. It's always fun. All right. So I kind of sped through everything else because I want to talk about these next two. Right. So I'm going to do them. I'm going to do them concurrently. And then we want to talk about them. Uh, Wait! Oh, growl! Oh, we have a plan now. Yeah, nice. Oh, that's, that's new. Yeah, yeah. So, sometimes there is a plan. <laughs> There's always a plan. Uh, Martin Scorsese says Marvel movies aren't cinema, fo- saying fully that I don't see them. I tried, you know, but that's not cinema. Honestly, the closest I can think of them, as well made as they are, with act- the actors doing the best they can under the circumstances, is theme parks. It isn't cinema of human beings trying to convey emotional, psychological. Uh, experiences to another human being. This is followed up by Jennifer Aniston, of all people, saying that Marvel movies are contributing to the diminishing film industry. Go. Assholes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's one thing I always like hated about like these big filmmakers and stuff. Like, yeah, they have a reputation, but and yeah, I get you want to make like these artworks and stuff and make these like really epic pieces and stuff, but that doesn't mean you have the right to shit on other people's work. No, like, well, you, you can. You have an opinion. I mean, sure, but like, does it? it, it they can say whatever they want. You know, you don't have to listen to it. It's true. Or or take it as anything, really. But who the hell are they to like? Marty Scorsese. Fuck him. No. <laughs> well, spe- speaking of that, though, um, so apparently, you know, he's a producer on Joker. He's not right. Exactly. Yeah. Only in only by name is he a producer. Yeah, nothing. To he do didn't do anything. anything. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. he had his like production, uh, like secondhand person, right, doing all the decision making for him. He just got a credit. Really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, from what I understand, they were pretty much just using the same crew, the production crew, um, that they use for the Irishman, mm. um, yeah. which Which they also f- filmed in New York. So they were trying to like kind of double dip with the production company. So I also think there was a reason that they wanted Scorsese attached to it because this movie is has very strong notes of early Martin Scorsese from it does uh, yeah like it's kind of a blend of Taxi Driver and King of Comedy or the two big 
two biggest ones. Yeah. Right. But uh, but I actually I want to agree with Marty Scorsese here a little bit. Um, so I guess you guys don't know this because Mike hasn't told you. Yeah, I didn't really get to say anything. When it comes to like uh, franchise movies, comic books, anything, I am completely in the dark. I just I just like movies. Yeah. And the Mike and I talked about this already, and what I likened it to was because there was some talk. Was, he, was it you with the craft beer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. So so okay. so explain what, that. So one of our friends said it's it's this seems like an old man yelling at kids to get off my lawn, which I get. Yeah. Totally. That, to- that's what I see it as. I totally get it. What I see it as is like a craft beer snob looking down on someone drinking a Miller Lite. Like Miller Lite has its place. Yeah. And everyone drinks it. It's very popular. It gets the job done. It's there. But then Marty Scorsese is like, well, we should try an IPA. <laughs> IPAs are better. They taste better. And it's, Goddamn you know, hipster. <laughs> exactly. Now, I'm, I'm not saying that Miller Lite is bad. If uh, Miller Lite's listening and they want to sponsor you guys. <laughs> or you guys. I mean, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. All but, of us. That would be nice. But I, I am saying that I do think that the franchises are such a juggernaut that they are killing a portion of independent filmmakers where there's not a lot of money left over for these guys to just like, we're not going to get another star Wars or Indiana Jones. He's like original ideas because they think no one's going to see him. They just want to see stuff they know already. I suppose. But is it, is it really, I, I I feel like different movies push the industry forward in different ways. Mm -hmm. Right. So I feel like the mo- the type of movies that Scorsese is talking about that are like real movies, like in quotes, um, they can maybe push boundaries in terms of um, original ideas as opposed to adapting movies from comic books or adapting comic books to movies. So in that sense, like, yeah, comic book movies don't really push the envelope, um, which I can see, but... I would have to say, and could probably make a strong argument for, since comic book movies have started to be more popular, it has pushed visual effects past Agreed. the envelope and have like really moved the industry forward in such a huge yeah. way that it probably would not have gotten there as quickly without these types of movies. I so okay. I agree. I think. Well, I think what if we boil his argument down and I'm putting words in his mouth and you know, whatever, you know, fuck me or whatever. But uh, (laughs) I think, so what you're talking about is like the physical art of making a movie look good and getting it out there and, and really enveloping the what the, the audience into like, I'm in this world. I believe this world. Yeah. Whereas he's pushing the envelope more towards like, I want an emotional connection. I want you to see the meaning behind the movie as opposed to look how cool it looks. Yeah. So which which makes sense yeah. which makes sense why he would call it like theme park right movies so thrill ride I, I, have, I have a couple things here right so we, we've kind of already talked about this so to to start with the the beer analysis right yeah <laughs> who doesn't like when you drink beer you're not drinking it to sip it to enjoy the flavor you're generally generally enjoying it to impair yourself a little bit that's why I just skip the beer and go to the liquor well yeah sounds like someone needs to talk to someone (laughs) so do you have a problem Mike? (laughs) I might Uh, so I I think 
I think in general, people go to the movies to enjoy themselves. And if you enjoy yourself with a super high premise, high concept, artsy type movie, go enjoy that. If I enjoy myself watching, and, and, and I don't believe that, say this, watching like a Fast and the Furious movie, <laughs> Fast and Furious 42, <laughs> Revenge of the Furious, I, I of mean, the Angry Furious. They are fun. They're just dumb <laughs> they fun. Are, they are. Like, I don't want to be crapped on for that. Like, to me, when you're looking at cinema, cinema is a form of art, and I don't feel like you ha- ever have the right to tell somebody that th- what they enjoy as art is not art. And that's what I was trying to get at yeah. <laughs> at the beginning so that, of this So all. that's tough. And also, who doesn't like theme parks? Like, theme parks are great. I'm not a fan. You're not? No. No? Oh, okay. Lines for 30 seconds. Like, Three-hour lines for a thirty-second ride. Yeah, got to know. Got to know when to go. Eh. <laughs> like the Six Flags back where I grew up. New Year's Day, no one's there. It's perfect. <laughs> oh, okay, fair <laughs> nice. enough. All right. Uh, so good but, discussion. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, seriously, who? It doesn't matter what the fuck he says. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter also, what anybody says. Right. Also, like, I don't. I don't think. Like, I think people got offended because you're talking about specifically Marvel movies. But if you if you took five Marvel characters, five DC characters, put them in a bag, shook them up, and ha- showed them Martin Scorsese, I don't think he'd know which was which. Same thing with Jennifer Aniston. Like, if you don't really know, then you're just kind of pointing at the comic book industry, and then by a larger extension, the action movie industry, which you know that stuff sells. So, like, uh, what do you want? Right. Yeah. Uh, and 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 the, my my last point that I'll make about what you just said. Is that because it's Marvel movies? You have such a rabid fan base. Yeah. That like, I, I feel like people take it personally when Marty Scorsese says, "Hey, that movie, like, it's just a movie. Like, it's not. It's a. Thr- it's a thrill. He's not directing it towards the audience as no. much as he is directing it towards. But they take it that way. The movie. That's what. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, they direct it towards the movie companies. Like, that's they're talking like, oh my god, like this is going like these juggernauts are going to kill. Yeah, anyone else's chance at actually making you know, and the and the hard part is like saying that, that nobody can convey specific feelings. Like I was watching, sitting in Endgame, and there are people openly weeping in the theater, like a lot, yeah. like multiple times. <laughs> yeah. I was one of them, uh, <laughs> so it was just like, and it's not that's not the only only time I've seen that happen, but sure, it's just weird. Okay, all right, moving on. Uh, Jonah Hill is in talks to play an unspecified villain in Matt Reeves' The Batman. Um, mm. Is okay. it really unspecified? Can we just say it's the penguin? Probably? I mean, we we've thought it's been the penguin for a while. <laughs> yeah. So now he lost even more Why? weight. He's going to oh, be the he? Riddler. Uh, no, I'm just <laughs> I was like, he's got a personality that could work for the Riddler, but yeah, he's more the penguin. Yeah, uh, I'd like that as a penguin. Um, Seeing Jonah Hill in tights, though, oh. I'm there. <laughs> It's <laughs> really funny. He wears uh, Danny DeVito's like onesie oh, from. <laughs> oh, it's weird. Uh, Death of Superman and Reign of the Superman uh, films will be released as one mega film on Blu-ray, which is kind of cool because it's how it watches yeah. anyway. Yeah. Uh, DC Universe's Harley Quinn animated series has been given an announced debut. It's your boy's birthday, November 29th. Sweet. Uh, so I know what I'm doing that day. Not watching anything. Actually, I have to watch it. Uh, but, you know. It's your job. <laughs> it it kind of is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is. <laughs> DC has um, announced plans for a sequel to 2017's animated Justice League Dark. Um, yes. Thank uh, you. And it's being called Justice League Dark Apocalypse. Oh, I was just waiting to hear, like, Dark 2. Yeah, <laughs> even darker. <laughs> Justice League, too dark. <laughs> too dark, too furious. 
the original R-rated film uh, that featured um, the Constantine actor, Matt Ryan, he'll be back in this uh, alongside Batman and several other DC supernatural heroes. Um, CW is developing Birds of Prey-esque Arrow spinoff featuring the, all the Black Canary actors. So Katie Cassidy, Juliana Harkavy, and Catherine McNamara. Um, I don't know how that's going to work, but hopefully well. Who knows? Uh, Osric Chow has been cast as Ryan Choi for the Arrow vs. Crisis on Infinite Earths. And I, I imagine that's because um, uh, Ryan Choi is also the Atom, but I, I assume they're introducing him because Brandon Routh is leaving the show. So mm-hmm. Chow is Choi. Chow is Choi. Okay. <laughs> uh, Ashley Scott will reprise her role as Huntress from 2002 Bird. 2002's Bird of Prey uh, TV series for Crisis. Uh, is Wayne Brady going to have to choke a bitch? He might because he's going to be in Black Lightning. Uh, really? <laughs> yes. Uh, a hell of a segue. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I do what I do. Uh, he'll be playing Tyson Gravedigger Spikes. Um, so Mike, he's basically Mike, Mike just has like Wayne Brady choke a bitch like in between everything. It's, <laughs> it's, just actually, like waits, it's actually not on there, the but I knew the story was coming, so <laughs> nice. I threw it in there. Your boy knows what he does. I'm sorry for interrupting. Go. No, it's okay. Uh, Rachel Maddow will be on uh, Batwoman as a voice actor, which is Rachel of... Maddow. Yes. Wow. Yeah, it's strange. I like her voice though. Yeah, I do. I guess it is not bad. It's it's a it's a soothing voice. Who is she? She's a uh, is this anchor woman? from MSNBC. MSNBC. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah she's yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway. Uh, Michael Chiklis will voice Deathstroke in a CW Seed series. I sometimes forget that thing even exists. CW Seed. Oh, yeah. I don't even... It just completely... And, like, somebody says CW Seed, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. Uh, so Batwoman star Ruby Rose was almost paralyzed yeah. on set. Ooh. And she now has, like, a, you hear a about scar, this thing scar on her neck. She calls it her, her Pez dispenser scar. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Uh, she also she, like it was rough, she's had a rough start to the show because she's also had an allergic reaction to our Batwoman cowl. Oh, so they've had to like line the inside. Oh, it's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, there was some recently released uh, Batwoman footage that introduces Thomas Elliot, aka <gasps> say it the Riddler. Shh. No, <laughs> I'll throw you out this window. <laughs> Don't ever do that again. <laughs> Edward Nigma. Stop it. <laughs> yes, Hush. So Hush will be in Batwoman eventually. Hey, Yay. DC did it. I didn't do that shit. <laughs> That's a good point. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Moving on to MCU and their TV stuff. Uh, we really didn't get to talk about this because after it broke, Sony and Marvel agree for one more Spider-Man solo film and another MCU guest role. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I just feel like it, it was just dumb yeah. doing the negotiations in public and getting everybody all pissed because fans were just angry. And why would you piss off the people who are going to pay for your product? <sighs> Sorry. Is he going to jump off again? <laughs> maybe, jump off maybe. the table? <laughs> <laughs> so the deal that actually wound up getting accepted was Disney will finance 25% of the film and then take uh, the 25% equity stake in return. Um, so... Yeah, makes sense. Hmm. Director John Watts is also in talks to rejoin the series, which is great. Um, one of the weird pieces is that Spider-Man might is is able to now jump between 
MCU films and Sony films, so they can make broad references to yeah. two things, but not specifics. And okay. I, and I've actually heard that um, the Sony Marvel properties are now like MCU territory. Yeah. So, so Venom can be in it, like yeah. all all them. So shits. I mean, I don't understand how that's a bad thing because if Sony wants to make money, I'm I'm pretty sure they're struggling as a studio they overall. Are, yeah. If they um, were even being considered to be bought out by another company. Apple, uh, like not not saying that it was like going to happen or anything like that. But if there were rumors circulating, there's plenty of rumors. Then there's probably some truth to it. Yeah, no, yeah. they've been hurting for years. And yeah, they, and if they do go under, then the rights revert. So it's like whatever, you know. They'll be, they'll be, <laughs> Marvel's not worried about it one way or the other. You're either gonna make a deal or you're gonna get bought out. That's right. Because nobody trusts you. Um, uh, Disney Plus uh, public pre-orders have opened, so if you're going to do that, go ahead and do that. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah, so I know I brought up the the whole bundle package. Yeah, uh, it's like 13 bucks a month for Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. Uh, and I was always wondering if you know, because I have an ad-free Hulu uh, subscription right now, and I was wondering if there was any integration into that package with what I have. And turns out that there is not. So if you want to get that $13 deal, um, there is no ad-free version. So Yeah, that kind of eh. sucks. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm, I'm going to be making a switch regardless, so whatever. Um, speaking of Hulu, Marvel's Ghost Rider has been canceled yeah, due to that. unspecified creative differences. Which is, That's is disappointing. Shame. Yeah, I was excited for it. Nah, I just think they're going to be adding them to either a Disney Plus series or into the MCU. Maybe. Because they, they pulled another series from Hulu, didn't they? Uh, they they were going to put, like, that, Daredevil and all them on there? That's the only thing that... Well, Daredevil's... Like, they're, they're actually talking about moving all that stuff into the main cinematic universe. Exactly. No problem. Yeah. So, with, with the same cast, essentially, Ooh. except Iron Fist. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> they're, they're like, yeah, we'll do Daredevil, Jessica Jones. Oh, Jessica uh, Jones. <laughs> Luke Cage. <laughs> what? <laughs> did you say? Did you say something? No. You, no, that was it, right? That was. Those were all the shows. Yeah, that's cool. Cool, cool, cool. Punisher. Cool, cool. Uh, I hope so. I might. Am oh, I being too violent? <laughs> oh come on! He had Deadpool. <laughs> well, even that Deadpool is probably going to be a little bit neutered. I don't know. They're. I mean, we'll see what happens, but they listen, say they're going to leave. Oh, no. Listen, but... parents don't have the wherewithal to to not bring their kids to an a rated R movie. Fucking, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take our kids to see Joker. This will be a good time. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so violent. It's like that we didn't even know this going into it. <laughs> ay ay Uh, where do I leave off? Oh yes. Uh, Hulu's Marvel's Runaways will uh, just drop canceled. This. No, just drop the season three trailer. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> okay. You watched I, like two episodes. And I'm like, no, no. Stupid. I watched half the first season. I, <laughs> I fucking hated dumb. it. I don't want to do it. Anymore. I hated it. Uh, I that was even a thing. <laughs> there you go. Marvel and others were sued over the X-Men animated series theme song, alleging copyright infringement. Yeah, and I listened to what they're saying they ripped off, yeah. and yeah, it's pretty fucking close. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was going to go completely different way. <laughs> and yeah, they're screwed. Oh, oh. The inflection when you started saying that, you're like, yeah, and then not even close. But then he's like, no, no, totally. <laughs> they stole it. Yeah, they stole it. <laughs> but come on, if Vanilla Ice can get away with ripping off Queen David Bowie, <laughs> is anything sacred at this point? <laughs> I mean, look, they'll, they'll just pay up. They I want mean, their piece, man. 
They're That's just going because right. they're they're putting that on Hulu. Yeah, like when they or Disney Plus rather when when they switch over. So they'll just pay that money if you and if you have the chance. What do you, what do, you do? Rewrite it? Right? No, <laughs> it's an iconic cartoon theme song. Yeah, and if you have the chance to check out the the intro to like the show that they ripped off, it's like some. Some like early '80s um, mystery thriller, where it's this like yeah. chick is like a detective. It's like a sci-fi thing. Uh, it is freaking wild. Like you just have to see it. Well, like, the guy just my, said he like it, it was from like 30, 40 years ago, something like that. And he's like, I've never watched anything like this before. And then I, it just came up, and I was like, Hang on. That was my question. Like, why now? Yeah. So it was just like. <laughs> He's like, I'm not really on social media or anything like that. And I just came across and I was like, hang on, that's mine. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know if statute of limitations really applies. It well, does. Like a Philly Fanatic, like right now, is he's the Phillies are being sued yeah. for using the Philly Fanatic um, as a mascot because they said someone else created him and they never gave him the money. Like all of a sudden, 40 years later, after the Fanatic yeah, was but around. I'm, they've had like, like there's been imp- implied deals with that though. Oh, okay. As, as time went on, so I don't know how much of a case they actually yeah, have. So it all revolves around copyright laws. I don't know. It depends if they kept the copyrights up and everything. That and... depends. That depends. It, it's it, a different country, I'm pretty sure. Oh, so that makes it even... I, I, it's so gray. Like I just don't know. You still talking about the theme music? Yeah. Yeah, yeah usually it's 30 years for yeah. for music rights. Dep- dep- or the life of the composer. Right, I yeah. I think. Yep. Um, being a songwriter, I believe that's how it went. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so don't steal my shit, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I don't I don't know how it is in other countries though. So do they do we abide by theirs? Do they abide by ours? I I'm just I'm sure. I'm just completely unsure. And I think that w- that show was actually... I know. I keep doing it. I'm just going to move over here. I think that show was actually made in Canada. So oh. it was like... Canada. Every show is made in Canada. Yeah. Like, I don't... It was, it's an animated show, though. Canada. So I don't, fun fact, uh, Paw Patrol is made in Canada. Moving on. William Hurt joins the Black Widow film um, as General Ross. Okay. He shows up again, so it's oh, good. Bill Hurt. Bill. Good old Bill. Bill Hurt. Um... The future of live-action Marvel television shows is uncertain. Um, It's not necessarily the stuff from uh, Hulu and Disney+. Plus. It's like the things that are produced like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Cloak and Dagger, Runaways. Well, Marvel television closed down, didn't they? No. It's still still around, but it's just like they just never – they treat it like the redheaded stepchild of stuff. Something wrong with redheads. Come on, man. I'm married to a redhead. She's a wonderful woman. She is. I forgot my ring. Sorry, babe. Oh, uh, she didn't have to know. <laughs> I know, but I gotta be honest. He's not gonna Dude, listen. Honesty is a bedrock of any relationship. I'm surprised you didn't know that. That's uh, <laughs> that's untrue. You hide everything as long as you can. Okay. Don't listen to him. Don't don't ever let them know what you really like. That's true. Because <laughs> once they find out, they run. Uh, finally, this one kind of puzzled me. Uh, Madam Web is. Why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Madam Web is getting her own solo Sony movie. Yeah, I, I saw that. That's why? that's right up there with Pennyworth. Like. I don't need that at all. <laughs> I'm probably not going to see that. Like, what are we doing? Like, even like you could, even people could that you? are like well versed in comics are probably going to ask, "Who the hell is Madame Web?" <laughs> it's like I know who the fuck she is, but wh- why? <laughs> like, if they start to do a Spider Verse thing, I could see her being integrated into that. Uh, but just having a standalone, I just don't want to beat that horse. Like, it, no, as much like, as I like doing it, it's just not. Yeah, yeah. Just, just don't do it. Uh, finally, wrap up here with some video game stuff. Um, I didn't actually know what to do with this damage control thing. It's kind of more of like a ride. 
or experience. VR experience. Yeah. Um, but I know Letitia Wright, Benedict Cumberbatch, Bumblebee Thundersnatch, uh, <laughs> Paul Rudd, and more will uh, of the Avengers will will be in that fan experience called Damage Control. Would you say that that would be in a theme park? No. No. So, oh, it's not? No. So there, there are like, I, I looked it up last night. I think there's like, I want to say 15 locations across the globe. Um, or acro- and, No, not across the globe. Just across in the U.S. The yeah. US, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think the closest one to us, which is, in, you know, we're in Philly, uh, is in New York. Right Times near, Square. It's right near the World Trade Center. Oh. Yeah. So uh, yeah, two for two for one right there. The Ghostbusters are doing they they have a VR experience in Times Square if I recall correctly. Do they? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And I I actually think it's it's so you go to that location you put on the the goggles and I think there's actually like physical sets. Yeah. In the in the space. Yep. And you know so yeah, you can like actually interact yeah. and like run around and do shit. Jump cool. over tables and stuff. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Slide over cars with the gun in your hand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Let's get it done. <laughs> uh, finally, Kamala Khan joins Marvel's Avengers as a playable character. Um, the developers seem really excited about, about her power set. Yeah. That, uh, that was interesting. I, I mean, I didn't read too much into it, but I'm intrigued. Yeah. Because like, you're doing something a little bit different from the MCU stuff now. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is, is nice. good. It's always good. And that's your news. Sweet. All right. So next, we are going to be talking about... Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. That trailer that just recently dropped. Yep. Okay, so what do you guys think of it? It reminds me a lot of Suicide Squad. Like, a lot. In, <laughs> Why? In ways, yes. In ways, no. So it just makes me a little concerned. <laughs> okay, explain a little more. Well, Suicide Squad, we, we all know oh, of course. how Suicide Squad went. So the fact that it is very, very reminiscent of it just makes me a little bit uneasy about it. Uh, I feel like it's obviously going to lean heavily on Margot Robbie. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which, which confuses is, me also because it's supposed to be a Birds of Prey movie. But why is it focusing like almost solely on Harley Quinn? I mean, I mean, look, that's all we know from this trailer. True. So, I mean, who knows? We thought we thought Suicide Squad was going to have far more Joker in it than that's it did. Very and true. It really didn't. Yeah. Motherfucker was in it for like seven minutes total. But wasn't the subtitle something, the Emancipation yeah, we don't of talk the Queen? We don't fan, talk about that subtitle. Yes, fan, we do. We do not talk about now that fucking we, subtitle. Yeah, we do. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Tim loves it. Yeah. Nobody else does. I hate the, that fucking subtitle. fantabulous Emancipation, emancipation of, of One Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. That's the way too much. Dumbest thing. Should have just stuck with Birds of Prey. Um, <laughs> but like, I thought like the color palettes they used... Are, it's like super colorful. Oh my god, it looks so good. Really saturated in that way, and I really, really liked that. It's dark and saturated. Yes, it yes. looks like they're going for a Tim Burton Batman, almost uh, you know, modern version, yeah. obviously. But mm-hmm. uh, that—that's what I kind of got from it, from all the stripes and the colors and all that kind of stuff. Like, would I, I, you say Tim Burton or would you say Joel Schumacher? Because Schumacher definitely had the more colorful palette. That's he true. Did. All that bright neon and Batman are album. How about the the colorful palette of Joel Schumacher and the dark overtones of Tim Burton? Tim Burton. That makes okay. sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, combo. Yeah. And that that's honestly kind of how Joker was. Uh, there there were a lot of bright colors in Joker. I, they were they were juxtaposed juxtaposed with darkness though. Oh yeah, like heavy darkness. Yeah. And times. We'll get into that. But yeah, we'll get. Minutes. Sorry, well, it's okay. It's okay. Um, I th- I think the acting though. I think Margot Robbie. If by focusing on her, 
I think it's going to pull the movie way up because she's a fantastic she actress. Is. She is. I, I like. She was a bright spot for me in Suicide Squad. Yeah, I'm not saying it's going to be bad. I'm just saying based on this one trailer, I'm a little uneasy. Um, I actually, depending on how they develop the other characters, um, it could be really good. Yeah, it could be. Um, I'm looking forward to see uh, Ewan McGregor as a uh, Black Mask. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm curious about how he's going to play it, really, because you don't you like you see him a little bit in there, um, but who knows? You know how if if he's going to uh, be subtle about it, or if he'll be like, um, fuck, uh, Hella in Ragnarok, just kind of hammy, but still a little threatening. I hope he goes more of the subtle route. Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah. I also love that she got hyenas. Um, yeah. That's a big part of her right, stick. Right, right, right. was pretty sweet. Um, I actually also wonder if any Joker will kind of pop up in there because he's definitely referenced. So I was talking to Sam about this last week or something. Is this set before or after Suicide Squad? I thought I it was before. Uh, yeah, because no you, you had said I thought they're I trying to like reboot before, it. And, and well, they're rebooting Suicide Squad. That's a different thing yeah, altogether. Right. But I thought I read somewhere that this was set before Suicide Squad. But they were together at Suicide Squad. Like, yeah. Like, they were, like, because Batman that, catches them, and they're And that's together, why I was together. confused by the beginning of the trailer, because I thought it was supposed to be before. Yeah, I think it's probably after. That makes more sense to me. Uh, I have no and idea. She, she, she threw the knife right at Joker's the, the, his the, face the on the picture, wall. Yeah. yeah, but to be fair, it's also a very toxic relationship, yeah. so yeah, I, I mean, this could take place well, at any point. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> there's hope for them, there's hope for anyone. <laughs> there's not. Um, you yeah. know, one thing I could have done without is the, the hair cutting. Yeah, like, I understand that. Eh, really? I mean, cutting your own hair is always a, uh, a bold proposition. Yeah. Um, but I feel like every every time in a movie where they want to make someone seem like, oh, this is it. you got to change they're, my life up. Yep. Especially Cut, a female. Cutting the hair. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's gone. What are you trying to say, John? New person. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, G.I. Jane. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I like, like, the red and blue that she had in the hair. Like, yeah. I, I, I like that too. look. Yeah. Uh, remember right after Suicide Squad, there was, like, a ton of... Slutty Harley Quinn Halloween I mean, costumes. Always been, yeah, but yeah, yeah. especially that, after that, it got out of control. She had hair. Good <laughs> <laughs> notice. Uh, there, there's one theme that kind of bothers me about it, and it's 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 going to come up again tonight. Do you? Do, can you guess what it is? Do we need this? No, not <laughs> not just that. How they're no. focusing on it's it's the dance numbers. Like, oh yeah, why? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like we'll talk about that in a little bit, no. but there's just seems to be a lot of needless dancing i mean i, mean, I, I don't uh, dance that much in real life at all like even at weddings like I, I, uh that's a, not true I've it's seen... a it's a song and then i'm tapped out i need to go refill oh, okay i mean i, I did, think i remember seeing i dance a lot but at yeah. that point i was pretty far gone uh, yeah <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> my body was hurting <laughs> The next day, when you saw me the next morning at breakfast, yeah. I was I was yeah. finished. Yeah. <laughs> Are you just talking about the one pole dancing shot in there? No, there's just like the whole the Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. But that I, looks like it's part of the actual plot, though. Whereas it, I feel like in Joker, it's just like an affectation that he's just doing like on the cu- off the cuff. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get that in a few. Yeah, but I'm just saying that, sure. looked, that looked like maybe it's going to mean something in the movie I because. Hope so. There's one where she's just there by herself almost rehearsing, and then there's one where she's in full yeah. regalia makeup, and there's people on stage with her. I was thinking hands. the word regalia. Nice. Oh, yeah, there nice we job. go. Thanks. And also, if you've seen the um, the Harley Quinn animated movie, um, I don't know, have you no. seen it now? 
Um, I know we talked about it, and I watched it uncomfortably on a plane. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Was it on Pornhub.com? Uh, <laughs> it it could have been. <laughs> there are a few scenes it could have been. Oh, um, okay. I'll, t- I'll totally check it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, there were like a few dance number, like song and dance numbers in that movie where she sang and stuff. Hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't really ha- like that. Doesn't really make. It's not a part of her character for me. Yeah, I just remember her from like Batman the Animated Series. That's where she got her start, and then she's in the Arkham games. Not at any point in any of those did she hello break out baby, in the song hello and dance. My darling, hello yeah. My but she did have like kind of a a music in the Arkham games, I mean. She, yeah. she definitely had a very a flow. She, yeah. The way she walked and, and it was all it was very like Broadway. Sure. The way she moves and and beats shit out of people and yeah. uh I wouldn't say she danced, but there was like a musical flow to her. Yeah. And I get that with Joker too in the games too, but we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. All right, yeah, so overall thoughts as we wrap we'll see. this part. I'll see it. Will you? Probably not. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I did see Suicide Squad. Yeah. I like it because, you know, they're they're obviously going for a lighter tone here mm-hmm. than their previous movies. Um, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm I'm intrigued. I'll, I'll leave it at that for me. I'm pretty excited. Right here. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice swath. Sure. It's always good. I'm always cynic. <laughs> Well, I mean, you're not you're not playing anything up. I mean, it's I mean kind of how you are sometimes. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's all sometimes right. it's, it's totally <laughs> fine most of the time. I have a reputation at work. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, let's move into likely the reason that John is here, uh, Joker. Because when we first saw this trailer, like we like not only did we get into it at the Twisted Cape, like in our group chat, yeah. we kind of got into it a little bit We're, too. Yeah, I don't remember though. What like what was that like? Was it? Uh, it was. It, what was that like? <laughs> like, look, we. <laughs> was that rough for you? Look, we fire back and forth, yeah, like literally every day. There we go. Yeah, something, something. Some we'll, topic will come up. Yeah. So, and, I, and I'm, I'm always a cynic. Like I'm always like, guys, you're over here. This is like too much. Like relax a little. So it's usually sports, and uh, yeah, it's true. He, he's earned a nickname. Uh, so Jaded I, uh, John. yes, Jaded John. Uh, <laughs> Sweet. Hey, sports has a Z on it. It does. <laughs> we like sports. So we don't care who knows. So I, th- I feel like there's a lot to get into with Joker, and I, and I know this is already a super long podcast. So just gonna go ahead and dive right in. So I'll drop the plot, sure. and, and then we'll we'll I want to change kind of how we do stuff here. Um, so. The plot is, in Gotham City, mentally troubled comedian Arthur Fleck is disregarded and mistreated by society. He then embarks on a downward spiral of revolution and bloody crime. This path brings him face to face with his alter ego, the Joker. Uh. (laughs) Alright, so, instead of just doing overall thoughts, I want to try and say something good about the movie and then something bad about the movie. Something that you liked, something you didn't like. Okay. If you can. Okay. okay. Sure. Go for it. Uh, acting was phenomenal. I mean, God damn it. that goes outside. All right, so also try not to repeat. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys. <laughs> Should have let you go first. Should have gone first to sell. Yeah. Tax glare, I will not do that in the future. Yeah. So go ahead, finish. Um, so I mean, yeah, no, the acting, Walking Phoenix. It, it, I, I've talked to a few people about this, and if I had to pick one word to describe how I felt during this movie, it's uncomfortable. And that's just due to his acting. Like, yeah. he is a phenomenal. 
as far as what I didn't like, um, I felt at times it was just a little too artsy. Like, I understand that's kind of like the vibe you were going for, but like at some points it was just like, it was a little much. I'm like, okay, I, I get it. You're trying to be like really like highbrow and stuff, but tone it down just a little bit. Could you give an example? Offhand? No. Okay. <laughs> Put right. me on the spot like that? No. <laughs> I want to have that problem too. Uh, John, I'll let you go next. Okay. Being our, being our guest, I probably should let him go first. <laughs> um, yeah. Actually, guest. why don't I go last? Okay. Because the thing I liked, we might spend some time on. Okay. Like Sam. Yeah. You're up. Who? All right. Um, I really loved the pacing of the dialogue and and the scenes. Okay. Um, so I, I, I was talking to a few people about this, and one of my favorite scenes uh, has to be so when Arthur goes to Arkham Hospital. And he was trying to look at the records oh, yeah, about yeah, his yeah, mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Starts out, you know, the conversation with the with the clerk. You know, they're having have like a good back and forth. You know, they're being kind of you know nice to each other. Normal people. Yeah, but as the conversation progresses, it's like every sentence that Arthur says just pokes at the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, little by little, and he just starts to realize like, uh, and. Literally every single line they say back and forth to each other, their dynamic changes. Yeah. And and I feel like that happens all throughout the movie. It's no scene is ever stagnant between characters. I agree. It's it's just peeled peeled back minute by minute. And I can't say that that happens for very many movies. Um it's just it was fantastically written, very well acted. Um so something I didn't like, uh, <laughs> uh, I so I talked about this in my review, but not really because I honest, honestly I can't think of that many things I dislike about the movie. Um, but yeah, the dancing, I don't know. Okay. Even though it's like, motherfucker, he's, I have to find something different. <laughs> he, he's having like a psychotic break, and I get it. You know, maybe that's how he's picturing it because it might not have actually happened. Um, but that's just, you know, and I think that whatever. kind of ties in with my thing about like the artsiness. I feel like a lot of that was just for like the sake of having a moment. Yeah. And it's just like, do we need this? Break free in the moment. <laughs> Live. Let loose. All right. Uh, for me, um, I really loved the cinematography mixed with the score because Ooh. the moments that were, that were comfortable, you felt that. You saw it in the in the presentation, in the color, the focus of the camera, um, the the music they put underneath it, and then the moments that were uncomfortable <laughs> were real uncomfortable, <laughs> and it and it's directly underlined by the score. The score like makes certain scenes like it would it would almost it would be almost as uncomfortable if it was just silent. But the the music, just the big dark chords, just took it to a to a different level, and it was like, whoa! I don't know how uh, I'm I'm going to deal with this. Um, as far as something I didn't like, I'm going to go with the reliability of the narrator of the movie, oh, which see, is I Arthur lo- Fleck. I loved that. So in general, yeah, I did. But there was one specific point with um, the I can't remember the character's name, but Zazie Beetz, okay. her yeah. character, like 
like you kind of figured out kind of fast that it was all in his head. Yeah. But like what then what it just didn't feel like it went anywhere. It felt like just a it's plot true. device it just to me. Ended right and I was just and like, there. well, well, why do we do this? I, I just it just didn't connect for me. I was and for somebody of, else it may have, but for me I was just like, huh. I was kind of half expecting them to go back to it later and like you see that he killed her or something All, like also, that. Also, I'm pretty sure she's dead now. Yeah, but they never explicitly no. said that or showed anything. They never showed a body, and they it's hard for me to yeah. believe that. But considering how he kind of marched out, and that's how I like felt. But I'm like, did that end there? Like that of kind of just like pulled off. He <laughs> murdered the shit out of people. Uh, <laughs> Oh, God. You know what? I, I dropped the ball with something good. I should have gone the scene with the fucking lock on the door and the little person. Oh, uh, we'll get to that. That was, <laughs> that, like, I, I wanted to laugh. Like, it was, it Ooh. was so darkly comedic. It was very like, Tarantino. I, I, it was. I wanted to laugh, but I was like, this is inappropriate. But it's really funny. It got a huge laugh at the, the in the theater, if I recall correctly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. I just, I just remember. I it might have been, like, nervous it. chuckling. Yeah. I don't like I I felt like a I don't know maybe I was just I wasn't too, as tuned in but I thought that it got a pretty big laugh and, and I was like whoa yeah. okay yeah, it's fucked up but yeah <laughs> it's like so darkly funny gotcha. yeah so let me start with what I didn't like because we didn't like oh because I'm gonna what I didn't like about the movie and this has nothing to do with the actual plot or the the pull off of the movie is all the bullshit surrounding it. All, like you get, the, uh, yeah, you get, I, and it was kind of unnecessary, right? Very, very unnecessary. Right. Like I just didn't, like you know, I like I really wanted to like the movie, and I I would have, and I did, and I did, but like I didn't need to hear um, Todd Phillips go try to be funny these days. Good luck with that. When yeah, someone yeah. asked him like, why are you not like making comedies anymore? And like, there's plenty of stuff out there that's still hilarious. You don't have to be, you know. In the gutter, and, and then there's like security guards at movies because people. I, I was afraid. Like I, I don't know about you guys, but it definitely crossed my mind. Like I'm watching people as they walk into the movie theater, going, "Is this the guy? Is this the guy? Like where are they going to sit? I got to keep my eye on it." And I thought everyone that walked in looked pretty like cool. Black, he's good. Black, he's good. White, fuck. Oh no, <laughs> fuck. Oh no, white with a hoodie on. Shit. <laughs> this is it. This trouble. is the end. Well, that's the thing. Like like all these people were coming in. I'm like cool. And then seriously. As the movie is starting, these these last two dudes come in and they look sketchy, as fuck. and I'm like, of course. And then they sit in the very back of the theater, like, oh, yeah. so they could just like sit there. And so, like, just the the uh, hysteria surrounding the movie was yeah. kind, of, and it felt a little manufactured. Yeah, it, it just like it didn't. The movie wasn't even like the Expendables <laughs> contains more gore and violence right. than this movie did. This movie was just more uncomfortable, you know, because it yeah. actually had a plot, but <laughs> like it, what it, are you did, saying? it didn't, <laughs> I'm saying that's Not a popcorn bad. movie, <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, it didn't require the level of hysteria. I agree with that. I agree. Okay. Uh, what I did like about the movie now, I'm probably going to be in direct conflict with you this entire night and I apologize, <laughs> but with Jesse here, um, I loved the mission statement of the movie. Like, when I go in to watch a movie, like I said earlier, I really have no comic book connection. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not judging it on source material, although if I understand it correctly, this isn't really directly taken no, from any source material. It's just, it's, it's a standalone. It's like no. an ambiguous thing, yeah. Because there's like six. Six different origin stories, and none of them make sense. Right. And yeah. So, uh, when I when I go in to watch a movie... 
you know, and I, and I apologize if I sound like Marty Scorsese here, but generally what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to figure out what are they trying to say to me? What what do they want me thinking about when I leave the movie theater, apart from what happens in the plot? And uh, the general, I would say, thought people had coming into this movie was, oh, it's going to be like society's responsible for Joker, and like they're going to try to make us feel bad about for Joker. And, and it, I mean, it kind of it, <laughs> no part of it was. I but. think it went a step further than that. I think that it said society wants a Joker and maybe society is a Joker. And to me that was like a mind-blowing thing when I left the movie. I was going cuz one of your if I recall correctly both of you guys had a uh almost an immediate response and immediate criticism of the movie. Do you remember what it was? Why? Well, there was that. <laughs> well, so we'll get into that in a second. So I, I want to okay. fully explain. Well, anyway, I did love that. Okay. Yeah, I loved what they were trying to do with the movie. I'm not yeah. saying, like, I don't like the fact that it was a bit more on the artsy side. I just feel like at times it was overdone. Yeah, I can see yeah, It could have scaled back a little bit. Sure. Um, okay. So, yeah, let's let's just generally talk about the movie here. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> we left the movie, like, it stayed with me for a while. And we were even yeah, texting. For sure. Like, the, the crazy thing, right, is Sam called me. And I don't usually get... I, I'm not used to my friends calling me anymore. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> what are you, a psychopath? Yeah, right. Jeez. <laughs> Who calls? Know, he called me too. I was like, what the hell? Oh and then I, I, I immediately got worried. I was like, oh God, what happened? Is everything all right? Yeah. So I called him like four times. I deleted times. the entire site. There I deleted sh- all the fucking pages. <laughs> or they're all shooting gone. at the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, of course. So uh, he wanted to actually talk about the movie because he was trying to write his review. Um, and he's just, you know, we, he just wanted to talk out loud about it. He couldn't use his sounding board because he yeah. couldn't use his wife because she didn't see the movie. Uh, so it was, you know, it, it at that point had still been with me like all day. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we saw it the night before you and it was just, it was just there like, yeah. the entire time. Um, it is a heavy movie. Like, it is. I, I'll, I'll say that up front. Um, and I, I'm, I'm actually fine with that. So what you're talking about, my criticism probably initially was that it was not a comic book movie was that it no there was one specific criticism that right. you both shared do can i just yes yeah sure it was it could have been anyone yes it and was, i still stand by that right and to me that was the entire point of the movie where, so that also kind of makes it not feel special then right well, to me not to a comic book fan i would say no no maybe. i just mean yeah. as a so, character so in what general I'm, I think my issue with that was that this is supposed to be about a specific comic character, mm-hmm. but then you make the movie so general with its main character that you could swap it out with anyone else. Yeah. You could do that with any other movie. So the point of this movie was to be about this character. So like, define, define anyone else. So, and let me follow that up with the, I, f- I feel like something that a lot of people are maybe overlooking in discussions about this. And this came up when somebody else was telling me like, yeah, saw Joker and like the first hour of the movie, like I just really wasn't into it. I was kind of annoyed by, by the laugh. I'm like, you know, by this, like the second or third time he did his laugh. I was like, what? I was like, I loved his laugh. I was like, okay, like, come on. I kind of just want to like get, get to where you're the joker right like what's with that like dude stupid laugh and and i'm thinking to myself like yeah but 
you know why he has that laugh, right? Because you heard that he was fucking tied to a radiator and fucking beat as a child on a daily basis. So, you know, tack that on Mm -hmm. to to, to fucking everything else. Um, And then... They, he he still doesn't know where he's from. He he was adopted, like that's that's what the records show. At mm-hmm. least that's what the records show in the movie. Yeah. So which w- which also kind of lends to my point about him being an unreliable narrator, because was he actually adopted? Yeah. Because there's a, there's a or maybe he just doesn't want to believe. There's a voiceover saw, with you know? Thomas Wayne basically saying, "Okay, now you have to sign these adoption papers." So which was it? Yeah. Like there's there's no concrete. Evidence, and that's how life is. Sometimes you you don't always get answers. It's a very Game of Thrones thing, right there. Mm-hmm. But and that's how the character's supposed to be. Yeah. Like, there's no real truth to right. him. So when people are saying, "Yeah, it could have been anybody," all right, so it could have been any abused child that didn't really have parents, had a mentally ill mother, physically ill mother, and lived in the slums somewhere. So you're pretty much narrowing down that field. So, like, it's a pretty specific type of person, but, like, what do, what do you expect? Like, w- you could say the same thing about the comics, too. That's true. Like, it could, it could be anybody. Like, I just don't think that's a valid argument. So, I kind of want to back up, because I was starting to say something about, uh, I felt it was not a comic book movie, and I want to leave that thread hanging out there for anybody who's listening. <laughs> so, <laughs> I want to preface everything that I'm going to say tonight about this. Uh, well, whenever you're listening, uh, uh, for, for the rest of the time here is I think this was an amazing movie. Oh, it was very good. I, I think there there's there's nothing short of excellence in this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't believe it's a good comic book movie, and here's why: I believe that comic movies always find a way to remain true to their source material, and if you don't stick directly to it, that's fine. But you should at least be heavily influenced by it. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this before we, before we started. This movie's influenced by other films, which is cool, but then don't call it a comic book movie. Because you're going to get the immediate boost from people going to see a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. And also you have to remain respectful to that, to that material as well. And it just didn't really do that for me. And that's more what I meant by you could sub in anybody to this main characters. This could have been any other film. Okay. It doesn't really tie to a comic so much. Okay. And, and the See, Batman stuff. That makes more sense to me. And the Batman stuff that's in there, to me, felt kind of shoehorned in. It was in. very shoehorned. Like, I did, yeah. like, it didn't need to be there. Like, I if... If the movie, if you remove that stuff from the movie, it, the movie's still an excellent film. Sure. It's just Warner going, hey, remember, this is a Batman yeah, thing. exactly. Remember that? Huh? Right, right. Hey, hey you want to watch Batman? <laughs> hey, hey, you want to see Batman? <laughs> <laughs> but I think it had a purpose, though. Yeah. It served the plot because... Yeah, but then it's a plot device, and it's like, it's not... It doesn't mean anything. But it gave, it did give the movie a good twist. It, and it, and it, a twist. A twist. <laughs> but it also, I think it was there on purpose to... When we saw Thomas Wayne in the movie, he was the villain of the movie before Joker was a well, full villain. Which is and the which, cool thing, because in everything else, you see Thomas Wayne is like this like shiny he's hero. The, well, he's, the, he's a well, very whole, nice guy. The like, whole Wayne family is that way. Yeah, and in this, well, wow. well, no, 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 I just no, no, no. It's fine. Oh, I, the look on my face is basically it's okay. Uh, the look on my face is basically saying, um, except for the fact that if someone had walked up to my kid 
and put their fucking fingers in his mouth and made a smile, I'd punch him in his fucking face too. Oh yeah. There's 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 no world that exists where I, I, <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll remember that for next time. <laughs> but but like the point is like I think the movie what they were doing by having Joker as the narrator, it's like they they want you they're challenging you to think differently about the hero characters that that we have. But if you went into it thinking that he was going to be the hero of the story, no, 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 you were. There's mistaken. something wrong with you. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not talking about Joker. I'm talking about the Waynes. Like, yeah. challenge what you think about the Waynes. Oh, oh, okay. it's they are the embodiment of the man. In the okay, I see where you're. I see where you're coming from. They're super rich. They live in a bubble. Like, there's a huge gate between him and Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and Alfred comes in. Like, Joker never even had a father, let alone an Alfred. Yeah. So, like, I think what it was doing was, I think, and again, this goes back to my idea of the movie trying to accomplish something different than making a comic book movie. I think they did that on purpose. Like, this was all intentional, and it, and I think they even made great pains to even say during like the press and everything, like this this isn't connected to anything. Yeah. This is its they own did. movie, almost right off the bat, yeah. too. Yeah. And I think what they're doing is they're. They even said that we would be disappointed if you were going in with that mindset. <laughs> but right. but then but then why give us any connections to actual Batman? Because like fine, you see the Waynes, that's cool. <laughs> you said something great after the movie. It's like, do we really need to watch the Waynes get shot again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I kind of agreed with you. So like, why go ahead and continue to to add that stuff and dog dogpile on if if you want to paint them in this one specific light you know like because then now they're sympathetic figures because they got murdered because this dude went batshit crazy right well again well so, further right so and this again this is where I'll, I'll i'll say that when i'm talking about the message of the movie really to me what it was it was just a huge mirror up on the movie screen and we're looking at ourselves go crazy when there's a joker character like like we're watching ourselves riot in the streets. Like that was they we, they were all wearing Joker masks. Like it was an intentional. They they pointed the movie directly at you as opposed to pointing it at Joker. I understand that as a society, yeah. In general, I'm society. How yeah. many times do we say society? Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry again. I don't want to sound like Marty Scorsese, no, but, but I but I really feel like they were they were trying to actually say something with the movie as opposed to like, here's a Joker movie and this is what happened and this is why Joker's Joker. I think it goes much deeper than that and that's yeah. something that I think DC tries to do not very effectively but they try to do more often than not and sometimes it blows up in their face but in this case, even if people don't really love the material of Joker and how he became Joker, it's still like, here it is yeah. and... Anyway, so just piggybacking off of um, that whole uh, the Wayne's getting murdered again. Yeah, <laughs> I don't actually think that happened, and here's why. So throughout mm. the entire movie, the music matches up with whatever's happening, right? Um, except for one song, and that's at the very end. So after Arthur shoots Murray Franklin in the head in the movie in the in the studio, which by the way was probably the most jarring scene in the movie, that was yeah, because I, I had expected him to turn the gun on himself because that's what he had been practicing in his. But we knew he wouldn't. But well, what would he do? Well, did did we? 
I, I didn't put anything fucking past him. I expected him to turn on Murray. I, yeah, I, but still, if like, this is an origin story, like they're not going to end the origin. Well, like, you, like right well, there. you never know. Well, I mean, I I knew he wasn't going to shoot himself, but I right. did expect him to turn on Murray. Because yeah. if he goes on that rant and then takes his own life, like everybody's like, "Holy shit, what the fuck just happened?" And like, yeah. that's a that's they a real. That. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. still did that. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, it, but the music, the, the Bruce the, Wayne wasn't there. The Wayne shooting wasn't yeah, real. Sh- so he shoots right. Murray. Yes, so he shoots Murray, and then you know it shows all the all the TV screens, you know, um, at the, ne- at the yeah. network, yeah, Murray network. Um, you guys remember that movie? And then um, it shows him Arthur in the police car, mm-hmm. you know, being being driven away. When that shot s- starts, they start playing "White Room" by Cream. Yes, yeah, right. But. Or there's, Ginger Baker. There's, yes, yes. Uh, good, good call. Yep. Yeah. So there's that whole 10 to 15 minute scene where he's getting driven by the cops. There's the whole riot going on. Then he eventually gets pulled out of the car um, and gets like put up, the on accident, a, yeah. put up on a cab. And he's pretty much like the king of all these jokers in the streets rioting. And like he's in the middle of all this chaos that he caused. Yeah. But after that, it's him in the institution... Uh, in Arkham being, you know, questioned by the doctor, right? Yeah. And it's almost as if that is how he sees what happened. Huh. You know, because they started playing White Room right before all that happens. So I'm thinking that right after that studio, like... He was taking straight to Arkham. It, it was straight to Arkham, and that whole thing was him, his recollection, like telling the doctor of what happened, like how he perceived it. I never even thought about that. That's interesting. Because I I did wonder how he went from like in the middle of the crowd to in this mental institution. Yeah, because every other song matches up except for that one. That's actually a phenomenal point. Excellent. So I don't know if the Waynes were actually murdered. Speaks to the reliability of the narrator. Yeah. But whether or not they were actually murdered, they still still got shot. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) did we need that again? (laughs) We watched them get shot. Um, uh, the last thing I think I wanted to bring up was I kind of hated how they depicted mental health. Yeah. Like, they just kind of shit all over mental health and then shit on it some more and then smeared that shit on a wall. Like, like it got out of control for me. Like, they were just basically like, you're not important. Specific to him? Well, just kind of in general. Because they were like, cause, I mean, there were larger themes with mental health in the movie, but like he was already unstable, having suffered aforementioned abuse, mm-hmm. um, being adopted, all that stuff weighing on him. His doctor never listens to him, really. Like he should have been committed, but at the like, same well time, well before this, this I happens. think that goes back to the it's argument about like society. Time. Yeah, in that this is what happens. But but and that and that's especially also, in that time period. That's all part. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Time period kind of sucks, um, but. Like, th- we've made strides to make mental health more of a conversation. Like, we just talked about it, like, on the last podcast. So, like, we – I feel like we've gotten better with it. We're still not great, but it's it's like kind of like, oh, yeah, so if you're mentally ill, we're just going to look down on you and spit on you no matter what. Like, that's how that's how we are. That's how we're going to be. It's like saying there's no no possible concept for change. So this, this is actually like, – like, this is a commentary. Like, this is like – 
to me, the, the main reason of the movie. It's like it's commentary on people are going to slip through the cracks like this when you're cutting funding to, you know, mental health institutions, um, uh, social workers, because let's face it, social workers and mental health doctors are completely different. Absolutely. I agree. And um, I, I was did we ever discover like, was he with a doctor or a social worker when they sh- when she said we're going to cut your funding? I think she was a social worker. Yeah, I think yeah. she was a social worker, and clearly overworked because you yes. see that office and the stacks of papers, and it's it's run down and she, like no one cares. Yeah, and, and he even he, says he even says to her at the one point like she's like, "Have you are you having any negative thoughts?" He's like, "You, you don't, don't listen, listen to me at all. all I, I have. I've only had negative thoughts." Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I think that again, intentional. Like, the, it doesn't paint a great picture of the mental. I wouldn't say of people with mental health issues. Uh, it, it paints a, a, a bad picture of how those people are treated and taken care of, and something that you know we should discuss. Yeah. So, it, but it doesn't. Like, it doesn't make me feel like we should be discussing mental health. It just says that we don't care about mental health. Fuck you. Like, which is, like, I don't know, that maybe that's just what I got out of it, but I just felt like you did not, like, accurately portray a message of, okay, well, mental health is important, we need to take care of these people, don't let these people, don't leave yeah. these people Well, I, I think that that's what the movie said without actually saying it. But like the fact that you're talking about and recognizing that the help wasn't there for them it did its job. is saying, okay, for, well, for me, it needs to be paid attention to until yeah. then. How many people were actually saying that? Like I like it's, it's all, it's all about the violence and the hysteria around the movie, but not once is anyone mentioned, okay, well this points out the fact that we're shit at mental health and we need to be better with it. Yeah. And the movie proves true because I was talking about it. Exactly. So what I'm like, it's actually, it's too on the nose if you think about it. But like you should probably include a message at the end of the credits, like at the beginning of the credits. Like Mm. this isn't a hopeful movie. It's not a hopeful movie, but no, no, not about that. But like, you know, just encouraging people to seek help if they need help or fund the places that need help if they need help. Because the point that you're saying that they're trying to make is we need to do better. Right. Why wouldn't they at least try and do better? Like, use your platform to encourage people to do better instead of just subliminally saying do better, but then never actually saying do better. I mean, it's not their real job to do that. It's, it's, Uh, it's, it wasn't the point of the movie. Look, if you're going to say, if you're going to basically hold up a mirror and say that you're shit at this, you should probably take the time to be explicit about. A solution to the problem. There's an old, in my opinion, there is an ad, yeah. an old adage sure. in movies and TV shows: "Show don't tell." Show don't tell, and that's what they are there for. And you know the fact that we're having—I'm sure there are other people having this conversation, but I just no, you know, nobody else, nobody else. We're, okay. the, uh, we're the best. We're the only ones. <laughs> we're, we're the best. We're the smartest. Guys, we're, we're so fastest. deep. We are. We're so you know, deep. So name uh, your sex tape. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, that felt like a home run. It really did. Best one captured but, on the twist cast yet. Yeah. Get a slow try around the bases real quick. <laughs> he did a bat flip and everything. There he goes. <laughs> he threw that bat to the stands. Um, so I, I, I was talking to someone about this and uh, about the movie uh, and specifically the mental health aspect. Yeah. So this person's going through a divorce, has two kids, and they want uh, the kids to 
go to therapy for like this throughout this time of their life. Very good yeah. idea. And the, and the kids, you know, they have agreed to it. It's not like they're being forced to go, but they are in the public health system. And for some reason, like they're through some bullshit, they're not able to be seen anymore because they are part of the public health system. Um, and it's just awful to because so he went to the movie and he's seeing like you know funding is getting cut you're no longer able to have help for the help that you need yeah and he's experiencing like pretty much the same thing yeah and i i think you know kind of what we're talking about like instead of explicitly saying it like it's holding up a mirror and it's hitting home to people in that in that sense yeah you know but it should encourage the people that aren't dealing with it to do more. Sure. Like, that can. That can, of course. Yes. Yeah. But that, that, I don't know, that's just how I felt. I just, like... That's fine. You're wrong, but that's fine. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just kidding. Uh, a double. And pause. <laughs> what I said, so earlier I said this is not a hopeful movie. Yeah, actually, it's not. It, it, it's, it actually it made a connection to my brain. So the last great Joker that we had... Jared Leto. No, <laughs> just kidding. I just wanted oh. to see everyone's face. Just wanted to see everyone's face. Oh. Uh, Heath Ledger. I was not expecting that. <laughs> uh, in the Dark Knight. Yes. Obviously, at the end of the movie, when you got the the prisoners on the boat and the regular people on the boat. Oh my God! Thank you. And and they had you know they each had the tri- their hand on a trigger to blow the other one up to save themselves, and none of them do it. That's very hopeful. Like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, people, we're going to be cool. Everything's fine. Like, you know, Batman's so, right to, like, y- you know, t- put his trust in these people because that's, like, one of the things that they try to grapple with. In this movie, those motherfuckers are hitting the button the second they hear, oh, the, uh, there's prisoners on that boat, and if you want to kill them, you'll you'll live. They'll be like, all right, give me, the, give me the button. And they'll do it immediately without question yeah. in this movie. Yeah, I mean, uh, in The Dark Knight, Batman says to the Joker, "See, like not everybody is as ugly as as you are," mm-hmm. and it, it's at that the you know, the trigger and the boat scene. Yeah, and I can't believe you brought that up because I, I thought about the exact thing. I'm like, and this movie is the motherfucking opposite. Yep, completely. Like opposite. the world is just as ugly as the Joker is, right? And that's how he perceives it. And and that's the that's my entire point. Like the world, like. You know, like I said, the, the initial criticism when this movie was announced, everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, it's going to be like, you know, feel sorry for the Joker because no. he like <laughs> he slipped through the cracks of the system and, and we created him. But really he lives in a society. Really, I think it's it, it's just like a complete like it's looking right at us going, you know, this is the Joker is you like you guys are fucking crazy right now. Look at the state of the world, the politics, whatever. Like, it's fucking crazy out there. People are shooting up movie theaters. So, you know, again, I think this is purposefully heavy-handed in saying, you guys are fucking crazy. You need to chill out. But they don't say it like they do in The Dark Knight, where it's like, see, no, no they're not. Yeah. And, and that's my problem, because I don't think everybody's really necessarily smart enough to pick it up. That's their problem, then. Honestly, it's a movie. Right. And that's the thing, like, The Dark Knight kind of, like, puts it on a platter for you. Like, here, see, you guys are fine. This movie is like... Y'all not fine. You get like you. We've diverged from the path, and we need to get back on it soon. Like you know, or else we're this is us. This is it. 
Yeah. From NBC, This Is Us. <laughs> Tearjerker. I can't talk about it, guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, so anything else anybody else wanted to bring up? Mm, no. All right. Well, make sure you read the review. That was uh, an excellent review, by the way. Well, oh, that's, thank you. That's yeah. that up excellent. on the twistedcape.com. Um, artfully done. Masterfully yes, done. Beautiful. Um, one of my favorites by you so far. Oh, Tim. thank you. Good job. Uh <laughs> So who's you copy it from? <laughs> <laughs> we all little here, little there. We all know what Sam thought as an overall rating, but if you were to rate this movie, just out of five, out of five, five, four and a half, four and a half for me. Yeah, like, like for me, it's the the fact that it's that the comic book movie thing like, just kind of brings it. In. Also, the dancing. There's almost a little I, too much dancing. To me, it was it like was just Spider-Man three-ish with the but... with the dancing. Like, yeah. I can understand it's like a break, but the, it yeah. just kind of took me out of the movie. The dancing didn't bother me that much, did it? I mean, if if I had to take away something, it would be the dancing, but it didn't bother me. I just thought it was fine, I, I, and I also thought it was kind of a throwback to personal preferences, the old Jokers throughout the years, because you know he had Jack Nicholson dancing down the steps of the museum. Yeah, Caesar Romero yeah. danced all yeah. the time in the Batman series. I don't remember if Heath Ledger. did. I don't think he did. Maybe a little bit at the ball. At, once he went to like the Wayne Gala, I think he might have just got a little bit, but that yeah. was about no, it. He took Maggie Gyllenhaal and was yeah. like, kind of like trying right. to slow yeah. dance with her. So I feel like that's like an affectation that's been with Joker, and, and it's probably like a, they probably did it too much. Yeah, they did it too much. But I do feel like it was kind of like a throwback. Like, you know, this is this is still Joker, even though it's not the Joker you might know. Yeah. It's still Joker. So, so. Uh, I would I would say five. That's fine. I I loved I loved it. You know, like I said, the only my only criticism was all the bullshit that surrounded it. Yeah. Like you know, it's it seemed manufactured, but that had nothing to do with the actual movie itself. If I'm judging it just on the two hour movie, it was awesome. I loved my, it. My God, Joaquin Phoenix! If he doesn't get an, at least a nod, an Oscar nod for this, yeah. I might actually fucking riot. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be just like yes. Yeah. Except I won't shoot any any kids' parents. <laughs> All right, are, are we wrapping up? Because I just suddenly remembered something. That's it. One of the things that oh shit, I just lost it. Never mind, forget it. <laughs> so, I'm so sorry. This was going to be really good too. Uh... All right. All right. I'll send it to you in, as an email or a text. <laughs> Want to add it as an addendum? Yeah, we might do it next time. Uh... If you remember it before we end, okay. Be sure to bring it up. All right. Yep. And if any of you viewers have viewers, listeners, <laughs> not viewers yet, eventually, <laughs> listeners have any opinions they'd like to share, we're open to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, always shoot an email to uh, twistedcape at gmail.com. Uh, hit up our Facebook page, our Twitter pages, uh, both at the Twisted, Twisted Cape. Um, Seriously, there there is so much to unpack from this movie. Yeah. We don't um, have enough time. To, we, I mean, we've already gone way over. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, no, it's all right. Uh, that's why you're here. So if if you have listened to this and you have something extra that you'd like us to discuss, um, we we'd really like to unpack more because um, there's just so much to talk about, you know. So please, um, you know, post on our Facebook, uh, send us an email, um, just get in contact with us. We we love to know what you guys think about this stuff. Um, so before we wrap up, Johnny, want to hit your plugs again, real quick? For your stuff? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do. Maybe. I can't, I, I can't no, remember I what they are. I don't oh, really yeah. want to. All right. What We Know Now uh, podcasts on all your favorite podcast platforms, except for one. <laughs> uh, 
snob. We, right now, we're going through and rewatching Game of Thrones to see how the ending of the show has affected our opinion of the show leading up to the end of the show. Uh, we're going to eventually get the movies. I've even talked about perhaps doing all the MCU movies. So the problem for you is with the MCU movies, you have to watch them and then watch them again. Well, I know how it ends. <laughs> like, you know how it ends, but you, 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 you understand still the lead take up to. Yeah, take like, do you? Yeah, you do. Dude, yeah. it's like saying I watched. Did you need Ant Man? I watched. Actually, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did you really need? Could it? Actually, could, yes. yes. <laughs> Desperately, yes. Okay. Uh, no, I don't mean as a character. I mean the movie. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> At least the second one. Okay. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, because I can't watch like seasons one through three of Game of Thrones and then just watch season eight and be like, yeah, I'm cool. Right. Because you missed so much. So I mean, I've seen some, but you would have to watch and then watch again. Yeah. What, what we well, we can we can we can make an addendum. What Rob knows now that I'm <laughs> like it's it's a long well, title I mean, for a podcast. I mean, but. he he's kind of catching up on on th- on Thrones. Like, it, well, you, it's, it's his re- first rewatch. Yeah, you've rewatched multiple times, so it's, yeah, it's a little different. And did the books and all. so so he would be your your, your SMA, your subject matter expert. Correct, and he's always Speed. wrong too. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's just, he's never correct. <laughs> just like most of the guests we have on the show. Really, I'm the only one that's right Wait, about what? anything. I was on the sh- I was not wrong at all. We had a discussion that's going to be released as its own episode. Oh yeah, okay, uh, coming up. But anyway, <laughs> I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so- what we know now on Facebook, Twitter at Dio. It's on the Difference of Potential Podcast Network. So our Twitter handle is at D-O-P underscore W-W-K-N. And, you know, you can find out more there. Yeah. Solid. If you if you'd like Game of Thrones, definitely listen to it. John's very insightful uh, with his rewatch. Um, always I, comes super prepared. I try. Uh, and it's entertaining, too. So, so we'll you. definitely do that. Nice. Uh, so for us, uh, what are you guys watching and reading? Uh, well, I have been watching Titans. Yes. Uh, do you watch? Did you watch Connor today? That that new episode. I have five minutes left. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So don't you speak? I won't. Don't speak. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's what I've been watching. Uh, I'm still getting through Damnation. Um, oh, nice. About halfway through that. Duke um, Strange. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm still chugging along with uh, Legends. I just haven't had much time lately. No, I know. You're you're swamped. Um, all the Arrowverse stuff launched this week, That's with the thing. exception it, of Arrow. Um, I want to actually watch those concurrently this time. So yeah, crisis. There, but, there yeah. will be a this week in DC coming out later this weekend. Um, it's all written. I just, I'm just trying to find images to go along with everything, which is what I was doing before we got started. Um, <laughs> very solid premiere week. Uh, solid episode of Titans. Um, just I'm I'm pleased with what they've done so far, uh, specifically the Flash, and I will say no more. Walk us to the song. No. <laughs> well, that's a huge part of it too. Okay. Uh, when, when you get there, you'll know it. Uh, and I'm happy that it finally happened. But uh, <laughs> no, no, there's a very specific moment at the end of the show, and you're just like, uh, what? Cool. <laughs> Watching, reading. Um. It's usually comic book stuff, but whatever you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm really into uh, The Last Kingdom on Netflix. It's actually okay. like oh, yeah. loosely based on a true story uh, about you know the Saxons and Danes fighting each other in ancient England. It's amazing. Like, I, I really love this show. Uh, very Game of Thrones. I was going to say, it sounds, <laughs> so, sounds kind of like you just over. Yeah, right. Like, I'm still trying to find the next... 
But when The Witcher comes out, the TV series, on, I'm going to be balls deep in that show. Mm, nice. Love the game. Balls uh, deep in a squealing hog? <laughs> what is that from? I don't know why. Cards. Cards Against Humanity. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so question for you, John. Sure. Um, I have to wait in my brain. Get your opinion. So... Are you aware of Kit Harrington having a role in the MCU? Uh, Black Black Knight. Black Knight. Yeah, I don't know what that character is, but uh, I'm happy to hear he's working again. So, <laughs> what do you what do you think about having him go from like Game of Thrones straight to like another fucking like Same medieval? Thing with, uh, Richard uh, Madden. Richard Madden. Uh, Rob, Rob Stark. Stark. Yeah. Um. So I. Um. You think they're kind of beating a dead horse with this stuff, or? Well, or would you rather him have not? Like, you think it'll take away from his character in Game of Thrones? No, I don't think so. I mean, that I think that's its complete own entity, and it's it's just one of those things that I can see why people would be upset about it. But I don't like you know he's an actor, so you know go act. Sure, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. But like, give me give me some insight about the character. Like, what what is his deal? He's basically it's, a modern day knight. <laughs> yeah, a, a sword that gives him power. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is he a yeah. brooding guy? Mm, can be. Okay. I, I mean, they, can they I ask? Is he typecast? That's that's actually a very good question. I don't know how they're going to write it. Okay. Because that character doesn't generally generally speaking. interact with the Eternals. Okay. From what I remember. Yeah. So it's it's just kind of it's kind of odd. Okay. I mean, uh, for I'm happy for him because when. When Thrones ended, he went straight into rehab, <laughs> and I yeah. I felt I felt for the guy, man, because I mean, anything like that you look at, it's just strewn with bodies of actors, and uh, and and like even Daniel Radcliffe after Harry Potter was over had like a really really bad alcohol problem and was in rehab, and so like I always like it when they come out on the other side, or you know the appearance of them coming out on the other side yeah. and, and I like to see him shedding the Game of Thrones what a skin and jumping into I mean maybe he's better at like franchises like that where he knows he's in a role and he's going to be in that role yeah that's how it was like with Robert Downey Jr. yeah and they're, they're talking about spinning right. him off into his own thing right later on good All, like I'm, I'm happy for the guy because you know uh, you know I just well, I just love I just love him I know him personally <laughs> <laughs> we're best friends we both have the same name he doesn't have an H so that's, that's weird true. that's weird that's true who doesn't have an H <laughs> anyway yeah so hopefully nice. I'm, I'm really pulling for him you know I might even go see it who cool. knows <laughs> who knows I'll, I'll wait to see the previews and Mike watching Reed did you already do yours yeah, he yeah I did his did it where All have right. you been I don't know. I've been, I've been listening. That's what I've been doing. Uh, clearly okay, not well enough. <laughs> he's, he's enamored with John. That's, that's what it is. That's, he, yeah. He's a handsome devil. Yeah. Listen, l- listening is the key part of any conversation. That's true. That's the most important part of any conversation. And now you all have learned something. That's right. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> I did the hand motion with the you star did. flying over my hand, or my head, like it's, you know. Now I'm just thinking of the G.I. Joe PSAs. It's like, <laughs> and no, he's half the Before the this gets more off the rails, let's wrap this up. up. <laughs> Alright, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget to hit up TwistedCape.com on a regular basis. Um, if you have not done so already, I know John has, make sure you subscribe to our monthly newsletter mm-hmm. uh, actually make sure you hit up all our stuff on social at the Twisted Cape on 
uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Um, I'm going to make sure we're doing more stuff on Instagram as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, cool. Uh, oh, and uh, with that uh, newsletter subscription, two nudes a month um, <laughs> from us. So <laughs> there's that incentive, too. I don't know if we ever mentioned that before. Uh, they're tasteful. They are. Yeah. It's the art of seduction. <laughs> N- nudes from you guys? Yes. yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. They're Can you consider me, it a nude with a beard like that? That almost looks like a <laughs> uh, that looks like a cod piece for your face. <laughs> Which is also awesome. not judging. I love it. It's, I'm very very impressed. Anyway, uh, everybody, thank you for listening. And if you haven't um, if you haven't caught up with all the other twist casts before, please make sure to do that. Um, on any of your favorite uh, uh, podcast listening, including like SoundCloud. SoundCloud. <laughs> SoundCloud. Especially SoundCloud. SoundCloud. We should probably look at that. <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody, uh, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. I was John. <laughs> John, thank you for coming by. Love to have you again. Anytime. Thanks. All right, everybody, stay twisted. <laughs> <laughs>